Welcome everyone to episode 93 of the Early Game Podcast. I'm Faris and as usual with me is my lovely, wonderful colleague, John. Hi John, how are you? Uh, not feeling very lovely this morning, <laughs> um, but really good thanks. As we were just talking about before we started, it was our, we had a Christmas party yesterday at the office and yeah. uh, me and uh, Faris had a merry old time. But uh, for that Playing reason, listener, free. exactly, which I'm sure <laughs> well, if it doesn't come up now, I'm sure it'll be my like what I've been playing at some point soon. Um, yeah. But yes, we had a great time. But for that reason, listener, this is going to be a slower, probably quieter, more fragile episode. <laughs> so we're not going to uh, attempt to go through our like personal games of the year. We'll save that once we're in fit and healthy shape for you guys, because I think it'd be a really good episode. Not that this will be a bad episode, but it's going to be more of a uh, review of the game awards, how we did, and then some <laughs> some new announcements. But how, how are you doing? How are you doing, Faris? Good, good. Please keep listening, folks. This will be a good episode. Um, yeah, yeah, not to set you up for disappointment. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, um, is this, I'm I'm in a similar boat to you. I'm not, we're not going to be the most energetic today, but I think uh, it's still going to be interesting. We're going to talk about the Game Awards 2023 and everything we saw there, or most of the stuff we saw there. Um, and I'm excited. It was a very very interesting event, um, and there there was a lot going on there, and I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, for sure. It was uh, got a bit of uh, oh, sorry, I can barely speak. Got a bit of tension because uh, there were clearly a lot of people who were a bit disappointed with the format. But I'm sure you've seen the full thing now. You can happens about four in the morning our time, and I had like since it happened that Thursday night until yesterday or a day ago, I had a friend staying with me, so I didn't see it. But Farish, you've seen the whole lot. You were covering it, um, so I'm sure you can tell us about you know why yeah. people were disappointed. But should we start with our uh, quickly buzz through our predictions? We did we did pretty well. We did pretty well. I think. I think I'm going through now. I found uh, if you need a quick place just to quickly reference, their site is a bit slower, I found, than just the Wikipedia, by yeah, the way. Um, yes, yeah. Should we start with uh, we started with uh, our best adaption? We didn't do yeah. I don't think we did player's voice and then we left most anticipated. Should we just should we just go in that order? Um, yeah. So we said we both agreed on The Last of Us, bingo, and that was it. Next one was my first loss. I said uh, Hi-Fi Rush, but it was actually Forza, Forza Motorsport for innovation and in inaccessibility. Uh, I haven't played it. Have you played Forza Motorsport? It won a couple of things, actually. This It did better than I was expecting. No, I'm not uh, interested in the Forza Motorsport series. I'm a big fan of the Horizon games, Forza Horizon. Um, but Motorsport is kind of like Gran Turismo. It's like more... Um, thingy um simulationy and I, I i'm quite bored by those types of games so i didn't play it and i heard very negative things about it uh but yeah it, it won also best sports uh i think because it's the most recent game <laughs> that's uh really the only explanation i have uh, for this yeah i guess so it's just uh they must have done a lot right or maybe they just had a, a wealth of accessibility options in the menus Heaven only knows. Best multiplayer yeah. was the uh, next one. That was a surprise. Baldur's Gate 3 was nominated, and I do distinctly remember us both saying that was a bit surprising because it's not a yeah. game I think of as a multiplayer. I said Street Fighter 6. I got this wrong as well. Yeah, it was Baldur's Gate 3. Did you? What did you put? Did you put Party Animals? or oh, I can't remember. No, I picked Street Fighter as well. Um, weird pick. Yeah. I, don't, I think people just like voted it because it's Baldur's Gate, right? And it's like the most popular game of the year so they just wanted to put yeah. it in any category 
Yeah, it, it won stuff it shouldn't. It won stuff it shouldn't even. Even though I did, I was glad that it won. They should have padded their stats even more and like put it in best family game or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Very yeah. Nice. What's the next one? I mentioned best sports. Best, best sim. sport. Best sport was yeah Forza again. I didn't yeah. put that. I put F one. Best sim. Yeah. I put Pikmin four here just because um, I'd heard bad things about Skylines two, and I'm not as familiar with the others. Uh, and it was Pikmin four. Beautiful, uh, which is nice to see. Um, then we had. Did you put? I don't. Know, I can't remember what you picked for that one, but I guess not Pikmin four. Uh, I did also pick Skylines too, which was a silly, silly pick of me. Damn, <laughs> damn! Uh, but the next one, I think we both agreed on uh, no, Wonder. Did you? Did we not? Oh, sorry, uh, sorry. I skipped one. Yeah, yeah. We did pick Wonder and Wonder we both, did win. Best family. Yeah, game. yeah. That was nice. So uh, uh, I roll them on three right, three wrong, and then best fighting game. I put Street Fighter Six for this one because I'm not familiar with fighter games, but I know that you enjoyed it a lot. Um, so it wasn't experience or wisdom here. It was just, yeah, that's the only one that jumped out at me. Um, did you also put Street Fighter there? Uh, I picked Mortal Kombat because I thought um, it was the newer game and it's the more successful brand. But no, people voted for the right choice. They they did vote uh, Street Fighter. That's that's one of many occasions where my cynical outlook on the jury and the voters, um, uh, like led me to a wrong pick. Like actually, a lot of these awards ended up being what I would have picked, just for my personal choice. Um, so I kind of fucked up. I tried to politic this my, my predictions, and I fucked it. <laughs> Damn it, you tried to read too deeply into their actions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I tried to play 3D chess, but people are like, not like that. <laughs> no, they don't know. They weren't so uh, conniving. It just went to, uh, the, it was the more obvious choice. Uh, best fighting game, though. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, best yeah. role playing, sorry, was the next one. Uh, this, oh, surely we both put BG3. If there's one yeah, thing it's yeah. going to clean up in. So, yeah, that was uh, the one thing Starfield was nominated for but didn't get, so we're doing well. Best action adventure. I think we surely both put Legend of Zelda. This was like it's making up for. Oh no, I won't spoiler alert. But it got best action adventure. <laughs> I picked um, Spider Man because um, again, I'm just clearly having a wrong outlook on how people are voting in this thing. <laughs> so I got it wrong, um, which is a shame. Interestingly, Spider Man didn't win a single award. I think that sucks. It deserved something. Um, oh, fine. Oh, well. I mean, I mean, it's not like it's a uh, struggling uh, studio or like a breakout indie or something, you know. Yeah, yeah they'll be they're, right. they're worse crimes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm sure uh, commercially they'll be good as well. Yeah. Uh, best action game, uh, Armored Core Six. Yeah. I thought this was a, a clear one compared to the, I liked Remnant Two. That was also here, but no, it's it got to be Armored Core Six. Yeah. Uh, you went for that one as well. That was one of your games of the year, of course. Uh, so yeah, very nice, very nice. Then we move up to best VR AR. Uh, I just put, did I put, uh, I put Resident Evil Village. Yeah, well I just done. put Resident Evil Village because um, I thought horror works well in VR. Thank you. Yeah, How did you, uh, did you, well, I can't I, remember what you put for that one. I picked Horizon. Um, uh, big budgets. Yeah, I just thought, you know, it's a big budget Sony game. Why wouldn't it win? And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it didn't. <laughs> I, was, I was wrong again. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can tell our banter is it's normal. Uh, 
We're not firing quite on all cylinders just yet, but um, <laughs> no, but we're doing, we're doing well on our predictions. Best mobile game, I went Honko Star yeah, Rail because it's, so yeah, <laughs> yeah Verse do great. So that was a, that was a good one. Um, so we move up now to best community support. This was the one that laughably had Destiny 2 in. Baldur's Gate 3 won again. Uh, I put FF14, which I yeah, think won too. this last year. Uh, so that's annoying. Um, you said at the time it could just be Baldur's Gate 3 because they're good on Twitter. Maybe we should have stuck with that. That was a good, uh, that was a good call. Yeah, it was a good call, but I still picked Final Fantasy. Um, I think because I really interpret this in the next category as uh, online game-focused, like MMOs and stuff. Oh, uh, yes, uh, but, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate's community support is fantastic and a uh, right, rightful winner. Unlike the next winner. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. It's best uh, ongoing game, and it was Cyberpunk 2077 because so they brought out a big expansion uh, to the game. I thought this was unfair. I thought if there's one time for- Fortnite like has been killing it, this is sure. Like, the, like, even their Lego shit is just one more example of them doing great. Um, so I was shocked they didn't win. It was Cyberpunk. Uh, yeah, we fucked up with that one, huh? Uh, but I, I don't think I, it deserved no, people it. People fucked up. People fucked up, John. This exactly. Not have won. Exactly. Not this us. is ridiculous. They patched a broken game and got an award for it. That's fucking pathetic. I'm sorry. Like, that it's is, one of the most annoying awards in, in this year. That's a perfect way to describe it. You're exactly right. They uh, <laughs> they just they patched a broken game and got awarded for it. I'd say, yeah, yeah, that is absolutely true. Uh, then we had best debut indie and then best independent games. Uh, best independent games, uh, no, best de- debut indie, I put Cocoon. Uh, one of the f- yeah. I haven't played any of them, but I remember you had a good time. And then the other one I put Sea of Stars because I'd heard about that. So I got I got lucky with those two. For me, those are two guesses, basically, but I've got them. Uh, so, that's so the funny. It's so funny yeah. because I, I got an independent game wrong. I thought it would be Dave the Diver because it's... Um, uh, most everyone's likely talking about it, right? The, yeah, yeah. Um, most popular game in this list, but I once again underestimated people. And it was Sea of Stars, which is a good pick. I think Cocoon. I think every other game on this list is much better. But um, um, well done to Sabotage Studio. Much deserved. Nice. I'm uh, sure that. Uh, yeah, yeah, very nice. Uh, well done, Sabotage. Uh, games for Impact. Again, I had no idea. I think I had to ask you. I got this wrong. It, the winner was Chia, and I yeah. think I put Venba. Um, I picked Chia. Oh, well, that's great. This is a this is a good one to have uh, correctly predicted. This one I had I had no idea on. GG, yeah. dude. Uh, so far, I'm on eleven right, six wrong. Um, not bad. I think better than my last year. I have seven uh, right. I really fucked this up. I really, I did very badly this year. <laughs> I just got lucky with some of them. Best performance, uh, Neil Newborn as Astarian. Oh, yeah. Much, we both had that, deserved. surely. Much no, deserved. I, um, to make this more interesting, picked your Leventhal because I didn't want to pick the same one as you. Um, but yeah, uh, another kind of thing where I was like, oh, yeah, I think Neil Newborn is absolutely the most deserved winner. But I'm not sure if the voters will agree with me, and they would rather go for the easier pick, which is uh, which would be Yuri Lovenfall. Yeah, but it was wonderful to see, and um, uh, he was such a sweetheart on on stage, and um, it was it was really moving to to see him receive this award. Yeah, it was a shame we didn't get to speak for longer, but it was cool. It clearly meant so much to him, um, and it was really cool. 
Yeah. Uh, it was nice to see us. Uh, uh, oh, no, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself again. So we're through to our final six before the most anticipated. Uh, and we, I didn't do as well here. But we, I think we read correctly Alan Wake 2 would do well on some of these. Best audio design we'll start with. This was Hi-Fi Rush. Um, yes, actually, that one I think I was... I was going to mess up and put it for best score of music, but then you're like, no, because it's not the score. It's not the music. It is the audio design. Yeah. So that was awesome. Very Thank happy you very to much. see this. Yeah. Um, much, much deserved. Ama- amazing game. Yeah. That was a good one. Uh, the next one, best score of music, was uh, Final Fantasy 16, which I didn't see coming. I don't know what you put for that one. I put Zelda because um, I, I adored the music in, in Tears of the Kingdom. Um, Final Fantasy 16 is an okay winner and it's not my type of thing but it's like very epic orchestral music with like huge uh, choirs and stuff you know um, yeah like really maximalist orchestral music uh, with like obviously the game having like this some of the biggest boss sites in, in video game history um, yeah. it's, it's, I just find that quite boring uh, but I get why people <laughs> because it's like so one dimensional. But people yeah. really love that kind of thing, and I and I kind of get it. I have heard some slander of Zelda music um, around the Game Awards, and I have to say these people can uh, go to hell. <laughs> yeah, I, I love I love your uh, hungover, less patient than usual. Uh, <laughs> the people who are wrong to uh, with is it awards. the kids who are wrong? Yeah, uh, exactly. no, it's it's. Um, it's a shame, but I get it. I get it. Well, I did put, sadly, the next one was... Uh, oh, no. Yeah, I, no, I did okay with this one, actually. There was someone's best art direction. I fucked up best narrative. Best art direction, <coughs> uh, Alan Wake 2 won. Um, yeah. And I was close to putting Super Mario Bros. Wonder, but I did put Alan Wake 2, and I think you did as well, and that we, we won on, so that was another yeah. good one. That was uh, when you look about it, you think about it, actually, that one does make perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, best narrative. Uh, this is where we're talking. Oh, could it be BG three? Could it be not? This was actually Alan Wake two again. I messed up here. I had uh, Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty. I hadn't played it, but I heard the story was very good. Um, what did you put for best narrative? Uh, Baldur's Gate. Um, and yeah. once again, I'm, I underestimated the Baldur's. It makes more sense for Wake to win best narrative. I thought people would interpret it as best writing. Yeah. Um, but they didn't, and they picked correctly. They and picked well done correctly. to Alan Wake for this like little mini sweep in the middle of the awards. For sure. Best art, best narrative, and coming up, best game direction. I think we did both have Alan Wake 2 yeah. winning this, and it did indeed win. If you remember, I had a very passionate plea about it having to win this category, and I was so yeah. relieved to, to see that actually happen. That's awesome. And then... Drum roll, please. I'm sure if you're reading this, you already... I'm sure if you're listening to this gaming podcast, you're clued in enough to know what one game of the year. It was Baldur's Gate 3, um, yeah. which is awesome. Um, I mean, well, I mean, yeah. I, I don't think anyone... I haven't... Obviously, people want their own favourite game to win, but I don't think there's anyone up in arms about that, um, particularly. I think it was... I think earlier in the year, it felt really unlikely, but I think coming up to it, it did feel like... Uh, a bit of a sh- a bit of a shirt, like a bit. I don't know. I think most people um, were predicting that way, I guess. Uh, but we kept it interesting. We think different. We didn't do the esports things. Oh, we have one more to do. 
Uh, so, so far, I'm on, like, we're on 24 total that we predicted, but we did 25 because we also did most anticipated game of the year. So, this is going into 2024 when you've got Tekken 8, Star Wars Outlaws, that looks awesome, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, Hades 2, and Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is the was the yep. one that won. They got the most anticipated game, and you uh, you helped me out to uh, correct that go- correctly guess that one as well, because um, I think I was gonna say Star Wars Outlaws or Hades or something. Um, so it's awesome. So I, yeah, I got I got seventeen right and eight wrong. Fucking hell, man! I got eleven correct and fourteen wrong. Damn! Next That's year, fantastic. next year. We can play the same game again in on episode like 150 or whatever it'll be. I just want um, to save yeah. face and remind people that I still know a lot about video games. I just uh, kind of got <laughs> uh, in the wrong spirit and uh, I got punished for it. Um, yeah, I don't think anyone yeah. doubted that. They thought, oh, they instantly I say, uh, rejected I your uh, qualifications. No, no, no. I mean, it's. I mean, the 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 ones I got right, most of mine are just guesses. I didn't even know the. I hadn't played any of the. Uh, the what were they? Yeah. Cocoon or Sea of Stars? But there we go. Um, and then the esports stuff. Well, I mean, I mean, Faker won the best esports athlete. Valorant won game. I don't know. The esports ones are just a bit of a. I, I feel like it should be a separate award or something. Esports feels. I don't know, kind of shoehorned in a bit. It's not quite the same event, but I don't no, know. No, I agree. I think it should just have its own event. Like I don't I don't think it really has yeah. space here. And they just like quickly rattle these off in the pre show and it's like, why bother? Like what's the point of that really? It's no one cares. Um probably not even faker cares. Like just don't do I, it. Yeah. Just this weird thing. <laughs> As we were saying at the beginning, ladies and gentlemen, well, maybe you can explain why, Faris, you were covering it extensively, but the actual awards, as much as, uh, you know, it's enjoyable for us to go through them, they weren't too well received, were they? People were not happy with the actual show, the presentation of the show. No, I think, um, I mean, we'll get to some of the announcements, which I thought were pretty good uh, in terms of, like, a show revealing new games or, or new info and upcoming games. It was a decent show. Um... But I think in terms of like honoring and celebrating the video game industry and its amazing achievements this year uh, and the sacrifices of, of the many people that were laid off, um, it was a disaster. It was really terrible. Um, and it was, it, was, it was really sad to see um, the kind of disrespectful nature that uh, the developers, actors uh, and so on were treated with. Mostly, I think the the stat that illustrates the issue the best is, um, I think if I remember correctly, all of the award recipients together spoke for eleven minutes during the show, which was over three and a half hours long, and like, um, we'll talk about it later. But Hideo Kojima appeared to show off his new game, uh, saying a whole lot of nothing for almost 10 minutes so him his his slot alone was like almost as long as all of the award recipients together which is so ridiculous like i i don't know what to say yeah. about it like it's so jeff Keighley just wants him to be his mate i think jeff <laughs> Keighley wants nothing more than for hideo kojima just to like him yeah and um, he does not care about he, like no. other devel- like developers normal developers and then the culture of of, of the medium and people were so rushed through. Uh, I think the wrap-up music started uh, like 30 seconds in. Uh, they, they would like start the speech and immediately be faced with like a 30-second counter, which 
it's so horrible. Like, I don't know. <laughs> if I saw that, I think I would immediately, like, crumble. Be like, what the fuck's going on? Like, what is this? This is my moment. This is yeah. our moment kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. It's about to be an awards show. Um, it's just, yeah, that's an obscene stat that he got that much time to just say so little. Yeah. And yeah, as you say, like some of that, I did see a few of the, um, like the, the a few of the acceptance speeches because I was like personally interested in you know people like Neil Newborn and people like Sam Lake who directed Alan Wake Two going up and receiving it and like you know being celebrated. But wow, it was just it was almost awkward. It was embarrassing. It was so so quick with Neil Newborns. I remember he did like yeah he was going to do a nice speech and then he like started listing off uh, people he was thankful for. And he got like, he didn't even get to the end of just that list. And it was, yeah, music starting. He even said, like, oh, I can see that. I've got to wrap it up. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It was so, so rushed. Um, yeah, just just left a kind of awkward, rude feeling. But um, yeah, I mean, I suppose I suppose they've got to, I don't know, there's no, there's no good excuse. They could change the medium. I was going to say they've got to fund it somehow, but I'm almost certain they have no problem funding it anyway. Loads of people are tuning in. They get loads of publishers who want to pay for a bit of advertorial space during the show. I'm sure they could have restructured it, even adding just like 10 minutes to the show to let people speak for a bit longer. You know, it's not, in the grander scheme of things, it really wouldn't take that long. Um, but I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, hopefully, they've uh, taken in the advice, and next year we get a, at least a slightly altered format. But we did at least with all the um, with all that advertising space they wanted to sell, <laughs> we did get some cool announcements, right? So at least you know yeah. there's something to take home from that uh, unfortunate decision. Uh, yeah. Last thing I want to say, I would really prefer, I think, if this was just two different shows, like do like an E3 summer game fest kind of thing for winter and and do the game awards i get that like part of the appeal of the game awards are the announcements of course i think a big part of it uh, and 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 that's the like cynical ploy right like people tune in because they want to see um i don't know the new kojima game being announced but um it just it, it, the, the the scales have shifted way too far in that direction like it doesn't make any sense anymore this this show is called the game awards like at all so i really hope they had to tune that down which it probably won't because i mean it makes so much money and uh isn't it great for video games that anthony mackie and simu lee can like appear on the stage like no it's not but like that's what how jeff Keighley thinks so i really hope he splits it up or makes it a lot shorter um i, I don't know it, it's just I don't really want to watch this anymore if it continues to be like this. I think it's a, an embarrassment for the industry. Uh, yeah, it doesn't... Um, it really does a bad job for... Speaking of the industry as a whole there, I, and we spoke about it before, how it's trying to position itself as like the Oscars of gaming. I, I do feel like it kind of cheapens uh, the whole thing, doesn't it? It's kind of a poor yeah. reflection on gaming in general that our most prestigious awards event is uh, kind of just a promo in disguise. It yeah. feels... Yeah, maybe it could be like they could just change it to the... What does he call it? Someone. This could just be the winter game show. Yeah. And then maybe do the game awards as a separate thing or something. Or maybe, you know, you, or just even readjusting the scales. Even just going back to more time for them to speak and just a few promos. But it does feel confused that it's mixed. You're right. Yeah. But as you already said, sorry, I killed your beautiful transition earlier. Let's talk about some of these announcements. We're um, back. We're back. I. I liked a lot of stuff I saw. I think we're only going to talk about the, like a handful of things. Um, 
where to start where to start um maybe let's start with something easy to pick up from which is the last big thing they announced which i thought was really cool and it's the new mainland monster hunter game uh it's called monster hunter wilds and uh, i have to say another thing about the show is that like very few of the showings were like actually really amazing and i think it was cool like it's a cool thing to have capcom being on stage and talking about i think they had like the 30 or 40 or 50 <laughs> some anniversary i think 40 years of capcom um and it was cool i just thought the trailer was only okay but it, it wasn't like very visually impressive i think as a monsanto fan you got like you saw enough where like oh okay this is going to be another monsanto game and I thought it was pretty exciting. It looks cool. And it's coming out in 2025, which is um, a bit surprising. I thought it would come out next year. 2025, yeah. yeah. Wow, they're showing that uh, quite ahead of uh, release then. That's, that seems like ages away. I'm I'm moderate. Well, I know it'll be good. I've only, I don't know. I've tried to play Monster Hunter uh, once on like, it would have been 2018 on PS4. Was that just, the, was it just called Monster Hunter? Uh, it's called Monster of the World. Monster, Monster of the World. One of the, whatever. One, one, one of the best games ever made. In my wow, one of the best games. Really? <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. I, I, I got bored of it hella quick. I t- I'm sorry, I don't have a guy. Is it the one with the cat that does the yeah. uh, food eating? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's so. What's to laugh I, about that? <laughs> it, is, it is adorable. And there is a certain enjoyment from the car, but I found it just so grindy. Like, it's the one where you've got to keep killing the dinosaurs to hopefully get, like, a bone that you can use to do some upgrades and shit yeah. with, right? Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Like the, uh, the there's a there's a lot of system mastery to you know get used to and adapt, and that is quite satisfying um, with the different fighting styles. Some of them were ridiculously difficult, as I recall. Yeah. Um, but wow, no, I I I got bored of that hella quick. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe just a bit too. Yeah, it felt grindy. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, having yeah. to sort of rely on the chance of something dropping so this isn't personally a uh, massive one for me but i'm sure it'd be a good game you, you're gonna you think you'll get it you'll pre-order or i'm not pre-ordering any games that are not made by from software but uh i i will nice. play it. I, I will play it definitely aha um, uh-huh. what about rockstar do you think you will pre-order gta 6 um no surely no oh wow uh, and i'll tell you why it's because i don't own the next gen console yet and i don't know if i oh, will yeah. at, I might have to buy a console for that game. So, Do you think you would, or would you? Would I you maybe would. wait? I probably would. I uh, I bought a console for GTA Five, so it will kind of be poetic to do that again for the next uh, for the next yeah. game. Rockstar forcing you to get a whole ass console. By the well, way, hopefully no, it's released no on the GTA at the Game Awards, which I thought was interesting. Probably the right call. Like the we talked about the GTA trailer last week. It was like a day before the Game Awards, I think, or two days yeah. before. Probably the right call. It would have taken I suppose up so it, much air. It takes up so much air. I think for both parties, this maybe isn't the best. And I suppose with GTA, they don't, you know, they're so big. I think they'd always want to separate their marketing these days from everything else, you know? Yeah. I think they'd want to do their own drops. But hopefully we do get a trailer for that uh, <laughs> or some more news on that real soon. Anything else announced? Any other big uh, Yeah, big I was going to say someone who... Um... Who does very much want to be associated with the show Jeff Kelly is Hideo Kojima, who we um, talked about a little bit earlier, and he shot off his new game OD, um, which has been rumored actually leaked before, and it's the thing that he talked about before, which he is making in cooperation with Microsoft, and is supposed to use the power of the cloud somehow, 
We don't know what, how, or what exactly this game is because uh, while Kojima talked for around 10 minutes with Jordan Peele also being on stage, who is also somehow involved in this, we don't know anything about him. Uh, the, Jordan Peele hasn't said how he is involved. Kojima hasn't really said what it is, what it's about, um, uh, how Microsoft comes into play. Um, at the teaser, while I really liked it because it features a bunch of actors I really like and, and it has a cool, interesting atmosphere, it's very, very cryptic. It's uh, three actors who are rendered incredibly well. Like, it's it's unbelievable that these are video. This this is a video game, um. Like the technology behind it is 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 fantastic. But they're just saying like one of those like speech test random, uh, like a sentence with like, um, random words strung together that have like every sound in the English language. Um, okay, and knowing Kojima fans, they're already in love, Mis- mistaking obscurity oh, for genius. Yeah. John, you have no idea the Reddit, the the, the rabbit holes on Reddit are insane on this on this yeah. one minute forty teaser trailer. Uh, it's actually suggested. Actually, oh my god, it's this game. Yeah. Did you okay. know that OD Lord. is actually the Latin name for the right eye, and that means the blah blah blah. <laughs> like I've oh read my god. all kinds of stuff. It's really funny. I I love Kojima. Um, hilariously, the the third actor who's shown here, the f- uh, first are uh, um, Sophia Lillis and uh, Hunter Schaefer, and the third one is Utrukir who's a very iconic, uh, trashy German actor. And apparently, in his bit, uh, while he's talking, in his mouth, there are certain letters uh, hidden. Like what? Very faintly, you can see some letters, and the letters spill out Silent Hill or something like that. Oh, my <laughs> God. Lord almighty. Well, there we go. I'm, I, yeah, classic. There we go. Well, I'm sure people will be dissecting this one for years. And then maybe it'll get cancelled <laughs> and we'll never know. Much like PT, we'll never know what OD actually is. Or I hope not, because PT is so good. And it's, it's, it is genuinely really sad that Kojima never got to make a horror game. And this seems to be a horror game, so that is exciting. But yeah, it's 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 just a very, um, yeah, obscure, like, like uh, very faint teaser. We have okay. no idea about this game. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that that was. Well, fuck. I mean, people are there to enjoy. It. I was going to yeah. make another point about how I'm glad that got of space, but it wouldn't have been uh, witty or anything. It just would have been me moaning. Anything else? Was there anything else exciting at the event? Yeah, there's a bunch of bunch more stuff I want to talk about. One of my favorite announcements was that Arcane Studios, famed makers behind Redfall, a game that was not mentioned during this announcement, uh, are making another vampire game. But this time oh it's it's Blade. They're making a Blade game. Oh, that's not going to be good. If these guys were owned by, um, if these guys were owned by the Embracer, they would have been shut down. It's only by the grace of Microsoft that they that they uh, after I, the Redfall disaster. I think you're being very harsh. Also because um, Arcane has two studios, and this is not the one that made Redfall technically, so it could it, it could, could be very good. Okay, uh, this isn't okay. This is okay. Okay, then, then yeah, if it's not the same team, I, that is harsh. <laughs> it's interesting because um, they've never made an IP game. Uh, it's, it was always all like original IP. This is the team that made uh, Deathloop and uh, Dishonored. Uh, okay, okay, but but this game will be different. It will not be like a first-person stealth-focused immersive sim. It's going to be um, a third-person game. They haven't concretely named the genre, but it's strongly implied that it's going to be more like an action game. 
uh, also okay. because it's Blade, he runs around with like a big sword and two guns and grenades and stuff. Like that's probably going to be quite action heavy. Yeah. And the the teaser trailer, it's more of like a mood trailer. I, I don't think we see anything even in the engine probably. Uh, but the mood is hella cool. Like it looks very very cool. The the kind of pictures they're painting here is set in like a weird version of Paris. Uh, Blade looks fucking cool. He's like a he's at a he's at a barber. Yeah um and just uh yeah the lighting the mood it looks very very cool and i'm I'm really excited to see this probably gonna take a few years uh but yeah very interested to see what they what they do with this one yeah i, I as you're speaking i just quickly opened up uh in the background the uh, trailer and it, it, i mean yeah it does look uh it could be okay i don't know i i'll have to wait to see it after yeah. after uh yeah, recent events. I'll have to uh, wait and see how they do. But it does look cool. Uh, I quite like the art style that they're going for here. A bit more, um, yeah, kind of suits my tastes. And uh, so, what? any other big ones, big hitters? Uh, um, one of the highlights of the show for me was Sean Murray of Hello Games, the developers of No Man's Sky, appearing on stage and once again selling us a, a, a dream John <laughs> uh, selling us a wonderful new game that uh, oh, the Nomad Sky people are making uh, and check it out it's called Light No Fire Light No Fire and um, <laughs> this was one of the few like announcements that was kind of fun um, in, in terms of like the stage presence because him and Jeff were kind of bantering about like uh, Sean don't don't say too much again you know don't don't, don't get too ambitious again don't get carried away um, and the interesting thing about this game is that instead of rendering like the entire galaxy like Nomad Sky, it's it's rendering one planet, and it's supposed to be the size of Earth, so really fucking big planet. Um, and it looks like visually really cool. It looks really cool in terms of like its art design. It has like an interesting fantasy vibe to it. I think you could get something out of this, John. It does kind of strike a similar fable-ishy tone a little bit uh we do see this, this... sounds so ambitious though bro yeah. i mean it does sound cool but from have these people learned nothing from from <laughs> uh the people that brought you no man's sky they're now going to try and recreate a world the size of earth i know i don't even i don't even know if i would trust like you know the the biggest developers in the world with a task like that but I, 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 you know, we should be hopeful. Yeah. Uh, you, from what you described, it sounds cool. Just check maybe too ambitious. Yeah, let me check out the trailer. Um, it kind of looks like World of Warcraft or something. You know, like it kind of sounds like it's going to be an MMO. They haven't really said anything. Like there's going to be a multiplayer. Uh, you see some combat. You see like traversal. You see NPC interactions. Lots and lots of biomes and stuff. Really cool design. There's obviously going to be like. Um, you can already tell, like, lots of procedural generation, stuff like that. You're riding around on the dragon. There's so much going on. Um, yeah. It I, does I, look quite nice, quite cool. It's just unclear so far. I also think it looks cool, but uh, it's just unclear so far what exactly you do in this game. Like, uh, it doesn't really yeah. appear from the trailer. All but, I'm seeing is them just explore a beautiful world. They're just running around. They built a house. Now they're riding a dragon. It's like they took, like, the most... They went through all of No Man's Sky for the most beautiful, nice world. And it looks like, uh, yeah. oh, there's some evil here as well. There are some definitely some monsters. But yeah, yeah it looks like we're going to be going to a very, uh, yeah, pretty place, if nothing but else. Definitely interesting. It's going to be um, one to watch out for. And another game to watch out for 
look at me linking the stuff I'm saying, is uh, Rise of the Ronin, the new uh, game by Koi Tecmo, the, the people made Neo. And uh, what's the other, the smaller game called Wolong? Uh, that was, that was alright. Rise of the Ronin is... Not, what, oh, that was just last year, right? Or this year? That was Fallen, this Fallen year. Dynasty? Like yeah. May or something? Fuck, yeah, okay, I remember, I remember. It's like March, I think. Um, So, Rise of the Ronin looks really cool. It kind of looks like their answer to... Because, like, Koei Tecmo and Team Ninja Games, sorry, this is going to sound so awful, but they're always kind of... They're always very clearly based on an existing game. Like, they're, they're, they always uh, strike me as, like, their take on 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 the game. And this kind of seems like their Ghost of Tsushima, because it's like um, a open world game that kind of you're kind of playing as a Ronin, like the like the title says. But it has their like signature wackiness. You like you have a grappling hook, you have guns. Uh, the combat looks ridiculous, and it looks super cool. And it's gonna be actually a PlayStation Five exclusive game. And it's coming in March, um, uh, next year, twenty twenty four. And definitely check out the trailer. I think this is something that people could be really into. And this looks really, really cool, I think. Yeah, a lot of people like, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the Ronin um, theme is, I'm sure, going to be popular. And March 2024, that's no time at all. Very cool to have, uh, you know, <laughs> games revealed and just released so quickly. I like that. Shame I, I, it's exclusive, I think, but... Yeah. I think this was shown before, but I I personally didn't remember it. I'm pretty sure it was shown somewhere, but oh, yeah, okay. they, they, they um, revealed the, the date here. Uh, it has the same release date as Dragon's Dogma 2, which is not good. I don't like that. <laughs> no. Because I want, I want Dragon's Dogma 2 to have as much space as it needs. Uh, Although, surely Dragon's Dogma is going to be quite a bit bigger. Not to be mean to Rise of the Ronin, but... Uh... I don't know. Like Team Ninja games are very popular. This has like Sony behind it. You know, it's, it's a big open world game. It's not... Like, Dragon's Dogma is pretty kooky and stuff, so I don't know. I, uh, it's going to be interest, interesting to see these games kind of go head to head together. Wow. This will be, I tell you, I, I wonder, well, we definitely won't get as packed a year of releases. This is the kind of game that looks quite cool, but I need to have like a kind of free ish week, you know? Like, I, I don't think I'd ever prioritize this over like a big hitter of the year. So I know Dragon's Dogma at the moment is more the one that I'll probably pl- be playing in March. Yeah. And then maybe I'll get bound to this later. But I, I see, I, I hate to jump ahead, but I see, do my eyes deceive me, Faris? <laughs> Skull and Bones have a release date now in February yeah. 16, no less. This was wow. the kind of uh and you'll miss it. Uh, like a small trailer wedged in between bigger things uh, moment and yeah and they already want us to forget it's not even out yet yeah it's it's a minute long trailer you don't see much um, just some kind of moody pan of the camera and yeah it's coming out in February uh, <laughs> allegedly uh, we'll see they still have time to, do, to delay that release date um, yeah I, I kind of take it like I take them by the word I think this will come in February, and the saga around Skullbones will finally be over. Um, and I think it will be an okay game. <laughs> I think it will be nothing particularly interesting. I think it will be. I think it will be shit. I think they've basically made it playable. Like they've made it legal to sell. You know, it's not like <laughs> so broken. It's like they're going to get kickback. But I think I would advise a lot of anyone from playing this based on everything we've had, at least till we've seen it, and unless it's like vastly different from what I'm expecting. Yep. But I expect this to be shit. 
Sorry, that's a, that's how did I say that's not so contemptible. I just I just don't think this is going to be good at all. No, I think that's um, fair enough. But I hope I'm proven wrong. I I do I do perversely really want to see it. I'm yeah. for sure not paying sixty dollars to get pre-order this, and I don't even think I'm going to get Ubisoft to have their own subscriber thing, right? Ubisoft yeah. Plus. But they don't have enough games I want to play these days that I don't think I could even justify a fifteen dollar one off to see it. Um, but we'll see, we'll see. God, I mean, I mean, I'm, yeah, being too negative. <laughs> Come on, hit us. There must be some more great, um, exciting things. I want to mention two more things. I think it's two, unless I'm forgetting something. Um, yes, actually, let's do three. Uh, let's do one small one quickly. Sega had a uh, fucking insane announcement. Um, there was like this weird live action trailer that looked like a video game ad and then it turned out to be like a, some sort of collection or launcher or something that includes five remakes slash reboots of classic Sega games like Sega basically announced five new games in one go and these are Jet Set Radio, Crazy Taxi, Shinobi, Streets of Rage and Golden Axe like really oh. their most legendary IPs. Crazy Taxi. Uh, that has unlocked a uh, memory. I yeah. hadn't heard or remembered that for years, but uh, there could only be. Uh, I played it as a kid. There could only. I must be thinking of the same thing, because it was just super fast trying to do a taxi service. Yeah. Um, wow, wow, that uh, takes me back. I used to waste a lot of time on that game. Okay, yeah. that's cool. That's, that's a really full. Cool. Uh, how committed do we think we're getting here? If you know one end of the spectrum, you've got a full blown remake, and then the other's just a. Cheaper well, remaster. Yeah, it's interesting. They're definitely all like new games, and also the trailer says there's more coming. Uh, like for example, Golden X looks like like Golden X used to be obviously like a 2D game, and this looks like a full-on basically 3D action adventure. Um, I think they look diff. Um, they all don't all look um, like equally good. I think the Shinobi game looks incredible. I think uh, Crazy Taxi looks alright. Um, you know, they all look a little different in terms of like quality, I think. Uh, and I'm also not quite sure what this whole project is about because it, it kind of seems like uh, and there are leaks or like um, kind of investor statements or whatever that Sega's looking to have like some sort of live service ongoing thing. And this might be it that they have like a weird like almost like an Assassin's Creed Infinite type of thing where uh, ah, some sort of launcher that they kind of take games in and out of. Um, because, yeah, like I said, it looks like they'll, they'll bring back even more old uh, IPs with, like, new games. But they haven't really explained how this whole system will work. But just the games themselves look really fun, and I'm excited to see them. Ah, yeah, yeah. I, as I say, I'm... Uh... Well, I don't have much experience with the others, but I'll definitely check them out. It'll be interesting to see. I, I think it's quite a nice approach to kind of care about their history and what they've got in their locker. You know, it's always much more of a shame when you see people sound great IPs that never do fuck all with it. Yeah. Um, hopefully that's one of the benefits of uh, Microsoft's acquisition of um, Activision, who have got lots of like cool shit like that in their vault yeah. that they're never going to do anything with. Uh, okay, well, yeah, that, that's pretty cool too. That's yeah. pretty awesome. Five things at once. Um, definitely. Next thing I want to mention is called Exodus. Um, this is a new studio called Archetype Entertainment, which is comprised of former Bioware developers, uh, more concretely, people who worked on Mass Effect 
And if you didn't know that, you, you could have probably guessed from looking at this trailer. It very much looks like Mass Effect. And I think the most interesting thing about this, because it had like Matthew McConaughey come out and he was like, I'm in this game. This is the first game I'm making. And nice. Great, great. He's not even in the trailer, which is really weird. But yeah, he's apparently in the game. Uh, whatever. I hate these celebrity appearances at Game Awards. They all think they're Keanu. They're not. Anyway. The trailer... One the your amazing moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the trailer itself looks fairly generic, I would say. It kind of it kind of has, like... An, it's very easy to compare it to Interstellar because there are also, like, time shenanigans and there's a crying man on a spaceship. It's like... And Matthew McConaughey's there. Like, this association is very easily built. I think the most interesting thing about this is that it is made by Bioware developers and towards the end of the trailer you see um, a little bit of gameplay and it looks pretty good, I think. Uh, to me, the most exciting thing is that one of the people in the studio is Drew Carpishan, who um, was the main writer of the first two main uh, Mass Effect games, the ones where everyone loves the writing of. So... Um, he left for he didn't he didn't work on Mass Effect Three and you can immediately tell the the, the quality just goes off a cliff, and it's really exciting to see him write another sci-fi video game. So very cool. I don't think there was a release uh, window or anything, so this will probably be still a few years out. But it looks pretty promising, I think. Yeah, that does sound pretty cool. Um, yeah, hopefully uh, we get m more info soon. But if it was yeah. just a you know start of the marketing for them um okay yeah yeah no i'm not as uh oh, you're not a sci-fi guy right i always forget i'm not a sci-fi guy yeah sorry to be apathetic there not, no, not, okay. not as much a sci-fi okay. guy you're the fantasy man i'm the sci-fi guy yeah uh, those are our, uh nice great nicknames yeah. yeah uh last thing i want to mention uh like i said there were so many so many cool things uh we can't go through through all of them but one thing i really want to point out or point people towards is this uh, newly announced game called No Rest for the Wicked. And you should check out the trailer, John. I think uh, you'll be really into it because this is the new game by Moon Studios, which are uh, <laughs> the developers of the Ori games, um, which I've just started to play on Steam Deck because they have amazing HDR and look fantastic. Unfortunately, not very good games, but um, the no, but but it's a nice stretch of the nice example of like Steam Deck and action kind of game. <laughs> yeah, ex uh, absolutely. I just didn't really enjoy them, but I think I will definitely check this one out because it's an action RPG, very much in the style of Diablo, um, and it looks really cool. I think it looks very very cool, and they're very ambitious about it. They're saying all kinds of crazy shit like. Uh, we want to make the best action RPG of all time and, and stuff like that. And I have to say, again, like Ori, visually, it's it's fantastic. It's it's really, really beautiful. Uh, we don't see like a ton of gameplay, but yeah, it looks like a top-down action RPG with some fun combat. Uh, I think there's like some physics shenanigans in there. Looks really promising. It's coming out uh, Q1 of 2024. So not too long away. And I think this is one that people should keep their eyes on this this looks really really cool yeah it looks like uh it's got is it action RPG as you say kind of top down but it looks like from some of the kind of maneuvering around the map like there's a bit more uh, uh it's a bit more dynamic maybe than uh, even the diablo games i don't know yeah. maybe it's just a one clip that they uh grabbed for that reason but yeah it does look promising i'll keep an eye on this this is cool yeah 
And those were some of the announcements from um, the Game Awards, a show that does not deserve to be called that. Uh, and like I said, there was a lot of cool stuff. Um, a lot of cool things I want to play. I'm excited to play. I think nothing like mind-blowing. There wasn't like... There wasn't like a Shenmue 3 or Cyberpunk announcement or GTA kind of thing. But I think a lot of like really interesting, cool stuff. Um, also way beyond what we managed to talk about. Um, it definitely gets me more excited for 2024. I thought yeah. we were going to be going into a bit of a post-2023 drought. But actually, there's some interesting stuff here. Like, you know... Maybe not as many big hitters, but there's some. There's, there looks like there's going to be a lot going on, uh, but it looks like it's quite well peppered throughout 2024. You know, which is quite nice to see. So we should get something to keep our eyes on each month. I think 2024 is definitely not going to have like the, yeah. the amount of um, big AAA megaton hits like we had in 2023, but I think there's going to be a lot of cool video games like of 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 a smaller caliber. But I think there's going to be a lot of cool stuff. Um, yeah, I'm excited too. Awesome. Well, uh, I suppose we'll we'll wrap it up here, shall we? Back with another. We'll do it. it we promise, listener. Next week we'll be back to more uh, normal episodes. I think we did well, uh, John. I feel okay. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Next week we'll talk about our personal kind of recap of 2023, our favorite games of the year. The Real Game Awards. The, the Real, Real Game Awards. <laughs> That's what I would the call. Early game podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I would call the episode. The Real Game Awards. Not yeah, that fake it, shit. No, not that fake uh, shit. Yeah, exactly. We'll be like, uh, we'll be our very own Jeff Keeley's on the show. Um, well, Can yeah, I... we'll talk about our best games. It'll be nothing but fantastic titles. Uh, just one last thing I wanted to say that I wanted to mention earlier. I forgot. Uh, Sven Winke, who's the uh, CEO of Larian. And I think the director of Baldur's Gate 3, uh, yes, was on during the Game Awards. He was wearing a, a suit of armor, which was so funny. They just they they just keep winning. They can they can they can do no wrong, Larry. In and, my eyes, and and Sven seems to be an amazing guy. Uh, and he had a little speech. Uh, I, I say little because obviously he was like basically dragged off the off the stage like everyone else. And interestingly. Um, I was so sad, right? Because he started talking about the voice director uh, of the game who passed away just a few weeks ago. Oh, no. And then they, they tried started to... playing the music. Oh, <laughs> my God. No. You've yeah. got to have a director of the show who can go, no, cut that. Not We're yeah. going to have to just... The show will have to be a minute longer. What the hell? That is just yeah. a failure in um, live production, I think. And he, wow, yeah. that's so disrespectful. Awful, awful stuff. And he posted on Twitter like his full speech that he wanted to give. Uh, basically, I think like a slightly amended that version. Is, oh my god! The yeah. fact that the winner of the game award couldn't yeah. give a full speech and had to post it on Twitter is shameful. Yeah. God. You know what's wow. not shameful, John? Listening to the other game podcast, and uh, I, I want to thank everyone for it and. Please, if you enjoyed this episode, like, share, review, give us five stars, uh, send this to Jeff Keighley and tell him this is the real Game Awards. Jeff, hire these guys. Um, yeah, get, get, get those idiots off the stage. Yeah, yeah. These all yeah, give the appropriate time to the appropriate people. Um, exactly. Thank you, John. Thanks so much. Uh, thank you all out there. Uh, this will this will come out. This has come out when you listen to this uh, a day late. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed it and uh, come back next week when we talk about our games of the year. 
Um, yeah, I'm excited for it. And uh, I'll sure, I'm sure I'll talk about Crusader Kings three a bit at the yeah, top of the show. We can do that. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I'll yeah, talk yeah, about game, great. I'll talk about the game I'm playing right now, which is Metal Gear Solid One. Nice, uh, <laughs> nice. Oh, a new hit, is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a nice. game that's as old as me. Uh, thank Beautiful. you, <laughs> thank you, John. Hear you soon. Uh, take care. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. Bye bye. <laughs>